Artist Collective podcast. This next one's about. Hello and welcome to This Next One's About. This is a songwriting podcast uh, where usually um, we we have a wonderful songwriter on who's going to play us some songs and tell us about uh, their career. Uh, my name is Stephanie Manns. I'm a singer-songwriter myself from New York. And this is the New York Artist Collective podcast, which we have now taken online from, well, we started in March and it's now for the foreseeable future. So my guest, hello, Megan, how are you? Hello. Hello. So I have Megan Burt with me. And if you watched the show last week, Megan was on performing a live virtual round with Rockwood Music Hall. Now, Megan is a Rocky Mountain raised. That sounds so cool. Uh, an international touring artist. Megan Burt is a decorated performing songwriter. Since her sophomore release, The Bargain, she has performed at the legendary Red Rocks Amphitheatre, been featured with the Colorado Symphony Orchestra, toured Europe, toured across the US, and supported artists like Gregory Allen Isaacoff, Chris Isaac, Leanne Rimes, and Mark Cohen. That's awesome. It sounds really great when you say it. Something about the way you do it. <laughs> it's the accent. That's all it is. Well, take, you know, use what you got. Thank you. Well, it's so lovely to speak to you finally. I know we had sort of planned this a couple of weeks ago and then my dog got sick. And so, and then I said, hey, do you want to do a virtual round? So we did the virtual round and now we're doing your show finally. So thank you. Good. For... Let's just keep spreading it out, you know? something to look forward to I know we need things to look forward to this this whole thing just keeps going on and on and it's you know everyone keeps talking about this new normal but um yeah crazy so how are you doing in Denver so how has lockdown been for you um well it's been okay it's been okay I've been um I've been kind of locked down since last summer so when it first started it for months you know <laughs> couple months it felt like the world just sort of came down to my level and now I'm sort of looking at it from the view I'm sitting in now and thinking I, I feel like maybe I'm experiencing the the sort of like oh shit of <laughs> what everyone was feeling in March like I'm feeling that in August when you say you were locked down since last year what do you mean by that well I um I got Lyme disease mm. last summer so my my world sort of very quickly and uh unfortunately and violently just ceased mm -hmm. all production last Ju july yeah i've heard that's a horrible thing to have of all the things to get i rarely recommend against it i would say try not <laughs> try not to get that one I mean, does anyone know how you get it other than possibly a tick bite or something? Ticks, spiders, mosquitoes, fleas, you know, we're, we're being taken over by insects. You know, getting coronavirus seems like the same, like you just don't know how you're going to get it. Right, yeah. So, yeah. just however however it happens. Yeah. So, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad you're feeling better. And I think that's when we reconnected. Yes. And last year, so you and I met at a So Far Sound show in Denver, which is where you're currently based. Um, and you were saying that you sort of go between or you were going between Denver and New York. Yeah, for about four years, I mm -hmm. made Brooklyn a part time residence. And I guess technically it kind of still is. But now it's more of a logistical nightmare than a an awesome second <laughs> second house, second home, you know. Um, so I don't know how much longer that'll mm -hmm. last, honestly. But um, mm -hmm. but. Uh, it was awesome mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah. I love New York. I mean, how are you? Mm -hmm. How do you want to leave New York? Just say yes to make me feel. Can you say yes to make me feel? Better? 
I have thought about it in in my dark days, my dark hours, I have definitely considered it. Um, But, you know, I guess I'm, I'm a stalwart and I'm sort of stubborn. Uh, So I don't know. I think, you know, the things that I love about New York, I hope will be able to stay here. And I think there are many things that concern me, you know, the arts, obviously the arts is the reason I'm in New York. I love it. Um, And yeah. For everyone, for, you know, for, for artists not to be able, well, there is nothing for them to do here. They can't, there's no living for them in terms of Broadway, like and everything. Someone shared, I think one of the, one of the, the artists I follow, he shared and he works um, on Broadway and he shared this image and it was sort of a pyramid and it was all the people that support everything on Broadway. And it was like the tiny, tiny thing at the top of the performers and who you see on stage. And then it was everyone who supports it, you know, from the producers and like the people that work in the theatres and, you know, all, all of this, you know, this incredible sort of pyramid structure of people. Um, these are all of the people without jobs. So it's not just the artists, it's everyone who supports it. And, you know, without that, you know, that that, that is a, a huge industry of people that are out of work. And the amount of time that they will be out of work to me, I think worries me because I'm like, well, they'll go somewhere else. And for this amount of time, they will probably bed down there and they may stay. And then what is what what becomes of New York? What becomes of, of Broadway and what it, well, you know, Broadway as well as everything else and music and, you know, the an artist. Right. And that's just Broadway. I exactly. mean, Broadway is huge yep. and I love it. I love it. But like that is just one fraction of the entertainment yeah. industry, you know, right. that's kind of without a job right now. Yeah. But let's try and talk about something, something positive. positive. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, August is your birthday month. It is, yes. Hang on, that's not Leo. What is that? It's part Leo, part Virgo. Then is this on the new thing? I don't know. I've lost track. Because there's now the this new, new thing. There's a new astrology calendar. There is. I have not heard about this. Yes. And I went from being a Scorpio to being a... I forgot. Maybe it was a Leo. How does that feel? Well, you know, it didn't shake my identity like it has other people. <laughs> I think that I would really struggle with that. Well, you you will have to struggle with this. This is this will apply to you too. It affects everyone. It applies to yeah. everyone. So it wasn't just like a day or two shift the other direction. No, it was like months. Oh, oh no, it's everyone. Who made this decision? I forget. I think it may have been. I mean, I'm going to throw it out there. It may have been NASA, but I don't think it was <laughs> NASA. But I think it was certainly something to do with like the astrological charts or astronomical. Char- there were charts basically. And they said that the time that, you know, the people that invented the astrology charts and the way we see the skies now, the times are different. So therefore it's like, it's like, you know, you and I are in in different time zones. It's like that. Well, do we get to take our, our traits with us or do we leave them with the old astrological chart? I don't know. I believe you're supposed to just, you know, accept the new one. (laughs) And think I'm gonna have to look into this some more. <laughs> the, the reality is, like, I know nothing about it except for that. Whenever I read about being a Virgo, I'm like, that totally fits, uh-huh. you know. And I, it feels good to me to be a Virgo. Well, but... maybe there'll be something else that you feel good about with with your new sign, and maybe you can take the best of both. <laughs> yeah, let's. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the whole point of that was, it is your birthday month. Yes. And you are celebrating by having live streams every Saturday throughout the month of August. Yes, I am. Tell me 
about that and what what led you to that decision because you said last week that you have not been doing much if any live streaming in fact so I'll tell you mm. I'll tell you what led, what led to this decision I haven't really been doing live streams except for a handful when so like you know like the Rockwood one like yep. a different a third party is sort of hosting it the, the, that's pretty much the only live streams I've done and last I guess not last week the week before there was a third party doing sort of a day-long festival and asked me to do it, but they wanted me to host it on my page. I, anyway, so I got on my page and I was doing the show and I kept saying like, is anyone from this thing here? Like, hopefully mm-hmm. I'm doing it right and whatever. And no one ever got on except for people from my page. Okay. And after I was done with the live stream, I got a text and they were like, shit we we gave you the wrong time so sorry and but it and it was fine it was totally fine but I ended up just doing a random live stream for my people mm-hmm. and it was so lovely like you know I didn't promote it it mm-hmm. because it wasn't my thing I didn't promote it as mine and and people who I hadn't seen you know it was just for my page like my fans yeah. were there and I thought, this is really great. So let me come up with a, a reason to do it. And people have been saying, like, do live streams. Right. And I kind of haven't been. So very much like me, this is probably a Virgo thing. I'm not sure. I was like, <laughs> you want a live stream? Here's five. <laughs> um, so uh-huh. that's how. It, I mean, I, you know, I decided like three days before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been... I don't want to say anxious, but have you not wanted to do the live stream thing? Is it not appealed to you? It's not that it doesn't appeal to me. It's that when it started in March, like, you know, I wasn't necessarily feeling that great. You know, I was, I'm still healing from mm-hmm. Lyme. And, um, and I was watching everyone just jump, jump on that ship. And for better or worse, my personality is like, when a lot of people are talking, I get really quiet. I don't feel comfortable like sort of adding okay. to the proverbial noise. Not that it's noise. It's like beautifully wonderful live streams. I'm so glad people are doing it, but I sort of shrink in those moments. And I think I just kind of felt like mm-hmm. everyone else is doing them. Um, like, I don't know. It it just didn't feel right to me to jump in that. Mm-hmm but I'm feeling a little bit better now and people have been asking for them. And I feel like they're kind of here to stay for a while. I had, I mean, all my gigs are canceled, you know, yeah. every, every gig that I have is canceled. So, um, and things are can- still canceling through next February. So. And in, in Denver and in Colorado, you know, I wondered whether they would start doing outdoor things. They are a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are doing some outdoor uh, shows and that's great. Mm -hmm. You know, there's probably another month or two of that and then winter will hit. Well, that's that's the thing that is sort of the terrifying thing for me, because like New York, you can like right now our restaurants are open outside and we can socialize and we can hang out and we can go for a drink or whatever. And, And like there is a sort of that's some sort of normality, you know, and yeah when that right. goes away because it will 
and we're still stuck with this virus i'm like oh shit we're this is really gonna suck i know you know um i know so yeah we're back to that to that debbie downer note so i apologize (laughs) i know it's hard it's hard to get away from it but we'll keep trying we'll keep (laughs) keep reeling ourselves back out keep casting the net well would you uh to lift our spirits would you like to play us a song See how I I, uh, happy I wedged my way. Nice. That yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Sure, I would love to. Okay, what are you gonna I play? I'm gonna play. Um, I'm gonna play a song called "Find Something to Hold On To." Good choice. <laughs> Sounds so relevant right now. All right. <laughs> Misguided, broke down appearance. 
sometimes it's the fear of ending up like our parents, but mostly I think we all feel the same way you got here is the same way you leave. No one gets out without wondering if they were worthy and sense nothing is sure and change is guaranteed. I'm on the It's just there's something so just Thanks. it's not it's sort of without Thanks. genre it's sort of singer songwriter stuff which was just the reason I started writing music. Um, it reminds me of um, a little bit hmm. isn't it? There's an Australian artist called uh, Missy Higgins. Oh, I love her. Do you like Missy Higgins? I love Missy Higgins. But like that's so of, great. She is great. But the sort of early two albums were just sort of very like I think her first one was like super on piano and the second one she mostly wrote on guitar. Um, but I just, they were such classic, timeless songs. Um, mm, so yeah, thank that. you. So where do you draw your inspiration from? And in terms of your songwriting, where did you, what, what, what developed that style for you or helped develop that style? I think I'm still trying to figure out a little bit what it is. I, um, I mean, I, you know, I, my favorites growing up and when I was starting to write music, especially were like Sarah McLaughlin, Sean Colvin, Joni Mitchell, Bonnie Raitt, Cheryl Crow, like the whole Lilith Fair era, Mm -hmm. um, was what was really happening when I was starting to write songs when Mm -hmm. I was, you know, 14 and 15 and 16. Um, and I would say, you know, my stuff still probably fits into that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really love like soul music and blues music and uh, and like very folk music and um, jazz, like old jazz music and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that all sort of fits in I was doing a a Patreon post the other day to get requests for a Patreon show and Mm -hmm. one guy was like play that song with all with the song there's like so many chords in it (laughs) I was like right yeah sounds like jazz to me yeah (laughs) so I don't know I bet I think it's a bit of a soup pot but these days I'm just trying to write songs that inspire me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to be more honest and I'm trying 
sort of uh, get to my no bullshit meter, which I think I've danced around for, Mm -hmm. you know, the first decade of my career was sort of (laughs) willing to get under the bullshit line. And now I'm sort of trying to like hit it, like Mm -hmm. stop, stop making excuses in your writing and say what you really mean. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of who you're going to offend. Indeed. And has, yeah. Oh, you know, when you start caring about what people think, when you stop caring about what people think, it's really liberating. It really is. Yeah. Have you gotten there? Not with my songwriting with my mouth. Yes. Good. Um, Yeah. But not with my songwriting. Keep me posted. (laughs) I will. Um, How has, you know, the pandemic affected your songwriting. I imagine obviously as a creative, you're still creating, but there, yes, there's a pandemic. There's, um, there's a movement also. There are, you know, mil- you know, literally millions of people without jobs. There is so much going on in the world. Um, how has, has that impacted what you're writing? I mean, have you felt, you know, meaning in what you're saying and, or have you felt a need to, to address that? Yeah, a bit. I've written a couple songs um, sort of in line with a a pandemic theme of just like um, experiencing hard things Mm -hmm. in your life and what and what that's like. Uh, And I've written several songs inspired by Black Lives Matter. That's been a really hard Mm-hmm. thing for me to f- figure out how to talk about how to get in, like what I, I feel very that's hard but I I am I am working some of that out in, mm-hmm. in song form how has how have you been approaching that uh <clears throat> it depends on the day it depends on the day and how, uh, where I, what lens I'm looking at it through. You know, I think the first one was just this, like, I'm sorry, I'm part of a douchebag. Like, I, like I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. you know. And then one was, like, a little more, like, watch out, all you corporate fuckers. Can I cuss on this show? Why not? Um Sorry, I already did. Um, we both cussed on this show. You're ahead great. of me, I think. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just like, the it's called The Secrets Out. Like, I, I feel like I've been living in the Truman Show now. It's like, oh, God. Hmm. Uh, and one of them was, was sort of like, um, you know, sort of like a Appalachian prayer almost of like, make me be a safe space for all so that people feel safe around me. Mm. Um, so it, and I'm sure more things will come. Um, I am trying to force myself to write in this time. Mm-hmm. So, well, well done. I think it's a really hard subject to tackle. It's hard to tackle it as a white person and totally. do it yeah. sensitively. Um, yeah, with the right message. I mean, I like I that that I, I sort of I look at it and I'm just so sort of perplexed of how to approach that. Um, yeah. But that sounds like a, a, a really beautiful way to look at it. And the Truman Show—that's a very interesting 
um, comparison. It's a very interesting. Have parallel. you seen that movie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I now that you've said it, I can't unsee it. I'm like, right. Oh, yes. That's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, not to like excuse my ignorance, but it it almost feels like I mean, either we can all claim ignorant or like some of those things that we're learning just feel like, how, how, how do I not know that? Mm-hmm. Like, how is that not part of my education? And am I, you know, is that my fault or mm-hmm. am I in the Truman show? Like it, it, it was purposely like stuff was purposely taken out of our history books. You yeah. know, I don't know. So anyway, there's a lot of relearning and self-awareness going on and yeah, it's all for the better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, moving on. So I know that you are creating a new album, which you've been doing mm-hmm. for some time and you've been doing it between New York and Denver. Yeah. Um, how has that been? And, and how are you nearly finished? Can we get to hear some of it soon? <laughs> um, I have two albums that are in different phases of being done and I my plan for the fall is to dive in and finish at least one of them uh and have something to put out soon it's really time it's it's embarrassingly time so well I look forward to it and thank you um when we, I, w- I would love to hear another song if you would indulge me with another one. Um, <laughs> sure. And then I, I have one or two follow-up questions to ask you. But uh, would you like to play us another song and what would you like to play? Sure. It's a double question. Would you like to play me a song? I assume you say yes. What would you like to play me? <laughs> I'll play Drugstore Brand. Oh, okay. Do you know what that is? You're gone. Do you know what I'm that is? Drugstore Brand? Yeah. As... As in, like, store, like the store's own brand of something. Yes. 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 I, I, I found a lot of people over. Well, you've lived here forever, but um, five years. We call it something else. Uh, what do you call it? Own brand. Own brand. Yeah, because it's like your own store's own brand. Got it. Thing. Okay. So well, we this is, brand. this is the equivalent of, of own brand. Drugstore brand. Thank Drug you for clarifying. Brand. Much yeah. appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Hot as hell New York tonight Got a rickety fan Bar overtime It's doing its job About as well as my life Is doing for my Peace of mind different by now 
peace in the journey let the dream change without expectation nothing to make a take on that drugstore brand that's pretty sweet i don't think you're that you're i says you're not the drugstore brand you're like the, the top shelf brand oh well you know how it feels to live in new york yes. and feel like your job liver yes hmm yeah i wrote that one night in new york at like midnight after a night of I'm sure it was one of those days where it was like New York 10, me zero, you know, like <laughs> you miss the train, uh-huh. you, you like take all the, what, whatever, you know, you know, those days mm. in New York City. Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, having fewer of them, I suppose, at the moment, but yeah, you know, but no, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's almost kind of like, um, you know, uh, Alanis Morissette's ironic, but it's not really that ironic. It's just a really bad day. 
Right. But mm. it's like a special brand of day. <laughs> like a bad day in Colorado is like so different from a bad day in New York. It's just yeah. so different. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that's trying to make you feel it. better. Like, Thanks. You, you know. Yeah, I know. I don't feel it's been. I, it, uh, you, it is what you make it. And yeah. I think, you know, for me personally, one of the positives um, of all of this has been doing a live stream. And it's it, like, honestly, much as I love doing it, and I've always done the podcast, doing it weekly live on a Wednesday is a commitment for me. And it forces me to show up and it forces me to connect with mm -hmm. people. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Well, I'm grateful that you've brought me into your bubble thank you well thank you for coming into my bubble we've been trying to do it for a while and I'm I'm no. you know I really connected with your music when we met in Denver um I it was such a fun show and I remember it was just such a beautiful venue like they had these sort of beautiful lights and everything and everyone was sort of just sitting listening on the floor to music and it was just it, I just loved it it was such a nice evening it was a really good show mm -hmm. yeah and your friend Nikki was uh taking photos yes it was just such a nice connection of people there it was lovely yeah because you know sometimes yeah. you do so far shows and they're just you know like and it's nice but you, you know everyone sort of comes and goes but that felt really connected yeah I would agree that was a special night so uh one thing that you said you were doing you're doing your birthday uh live stream month and at the end of it you are doing one show that is for your patreons or your patrons trends on your patreon i should say right. thank you and so tell me about your patreon and and the community that you're building there i launched the patreon page in february right before the pandemic hit and for me it was a way to sort of get back into music after my at that point six seven eight month hiatus mm -hmm. and um it's been really wonderful it's you know just what it is you know my fans essentially sign up for a subscription model to get songs that I don't release anywhere else mm -hmm. in the world like they get exclusive material yeah but additionally it's been kind of healing for me on an artist level because I I'm sort of remembering or relearning or something that my art has value and that if people really want it, they can pay for it. And that's okay. Mm. Like it's okay to ask and it's okay to let people. Uh -huh. um, I feel like my career sort of thus far has been so much of a like, please please like what I do and here have it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I, I feel like I'm at a place now with my songs. Like I, I've done my time. I've written hundreds of songs. I've put out many records. I've produced records. I've toured all over the world. Like for some big names, those were some I, big names I read out. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm still growing in it, you know, it, it, not to be like self-righteous about it, but it, I think I it's just been good for me to sort of realize and let people support me mm -hmm. because they like my music and and that's okay you know yeah. like I I I 
I'm an artist who puts out art and if people want it, they can pay for it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the music industry has really thrashed that idea. Mm. Um, Has it helped you reconnect to that purpose and that drive? Yeah, it has. And it makes me really excited to, it, it makes me excited to know there's a group of people that want my stuff. And so I feel like I, I want to give them something special. I want to take care and take time and and create things for them that it's just for them. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we're in a club together. And that's yeah, awesome. that's lovely. Um, and it's great that you kind of started it before the pandemic with that with that sort of intention of, you know, rather than it being a way to support yourself, which it is. But it me, is. I think it's, it's that intention that's sort of a bit different. Yeah. Not that yeah. there's anything wrong with either. It just probably right. feels a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And actually, I went, to, so, you know, you were saying, um, asking for people to value your art. Have you read The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer? I I bought it. I have not read it yet. You can read, read half. It. Half of it's the same as the first half. Okay. The, the first half is pretty good. Um, okay. <laughs> but also you could just watch your TED Talk. She just expands on that. Um, okay. but it's very interesting and, the, and what you're talking about, you know, spending your life making this art and giving it to people. And she talks about almost, you know, giving away a lot of it for free and then expecting that by in doing so people will value it and will support you. And, you know, she has, she's done very well with it. And that mindset is, yeah, she's done incredibly well. Mm. And her, she's you know, has this Patreon community that they are fierce supporters and mm-hmm. I think, you know, one thing that she says is that there is very little line between fans and friends for her. Like they are mm-hmm. so enmeshed in everything that she's doing. And, you know, when she started and she was going on tour, like she would like most of her time would be spent at the merch table and doing all of that stuff. And that sort of connection and community building, which is what Patreon allows you to do. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's nice to know who are those people, like who are the people that like your music enough? Yeah. And want to be in there Um, because those are the people I want to talk to. You know, it's like I was having a a marketing conversation with someone who's been helping me the other day about your email list. And they're like, if people don't open your emails, like let them go. You know, I was talking about it's like on a really bad day when I'm really wanting to be masochistic, I'll like look and see who unsubscribed and it'll be like your friend from high school or your your aunt I'm like you don't want my emails you know Mm -hmm. but they're like she's like let them go if they don't want to see what you're doing like you don't want to talk to them and I was Mm -hmm. like you're right you know I want to know the people I want to know who I'm I don't want to talk to thin air I want to talk to people who want to listen so Mm -hmm. it's been really good for me to to sort of heal that relationship with my fans and also like the relationship in my mind of my worth Mm -hmm. But that's the the thing, we we tie ourselves so much to our music and therefore our value. Right. That sort of connection is is seamless and it can be very damaging if that's how we think about it. Right. It is. It's incredibly damaging. You can ask my therapist. (laughs) And mine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Every artist therapist, I'm sure. I know. Well, Megan, yeah. it's been lovely to talk to you. Um, Likewise. And I, so Saturday live streams, 
on your yeah. Facebook page. And if you want to support Megan, you can go across to her uh, her Patreon page, which I'm about to put up on the screen. There we go. See, it's all technical over here at the New York Artists Collective Podcast. This next one's about. Um, so you can support Megan at patreon.com forward slash Megan Burt with two T's and not two R's as I had it written up earlier. I made a mistake. Um, so Megan, Thank you. Uh, best of luck with the live streams. I'm, so I suppose you're, where are we now? Have you had one already? I've had you one had already one. and there's three more before the, the last one, which is just for which Patreon. Is just Patreon. Well, I mm. hope you continue to enjoy them. Um, I'm Thank interested you. to see how you progress on this journey with them. Because I think, yeah. you know, once you get into a rhythm of something and it's not just a one-off, then you, you know, it becomes a developing experience. Um, yeah, for sure. So I will, of course, join at some point. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I, which one or ones I will join, but I would love to, to partake and, uh, and see you play more music. Because last week I had so much fun watching you play more songs. Because obviously, you know, this is a, a short, and we're chatting a lot. But last week, you know, you were able to play a few songs and it was such a joy to, to see you perform again. Thank you. Well, likewise, we got to get you with a guitar in between you and the microphone. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. I don't, that's, it's funny. Someone actually asked me about that. Um, and I haven't wanted really to do very much performing or, I mean, I've, I've, I haven't written a lot during this whole period and, you know, I, I am sort of having a, a difficult relationship with that, but I'm, change you know my creativity is is become this and it's and I also have another podcast um because I'm a nerd and my friend you might know Aki Burmese yeah um so we started a Star Trek podcast on Friday nights so great <laughs> so <laughs> good you. uh live long and prosper um but so you know those are the two things and they take up a lot of time um with you know with editing and all that stuff but I thoroughly enjoy the creative aspect that goes into collaborating with other people it's this is a much more collaborative experience and I am enjoying that right now so I'm not gonna you know give myself too much um too much of a hard time and I'm just no gonna... no don't there are seasons for everything and yeah. I think that you know as creatives we need to it's important to to expand where our creativity goes because mm -hmm. it's it's important. Like I've been baking a lot. Like I made popsicles today. I made adult tequila popsicles today because I tequila popsicles. That yeah, sounds like, brilliant. Yeah, just watermelon, lime, mint, tequila popsicles it, in in a popsicle thing. Do you have to have yeah, a popsicle this mold? Is the left, this is the leftover that didn't fit into ah, the mold. I see. I wondered what that was. I thought that was some sort of healthy drink thing. It's not well. Well, apart from the tequila, it's it's a wonderfully healthy drink. Um, anyway yes. i think it's great and I, i'm glad you're doing your podcasts and i think they're awesome thank you it's funny actually because i was so prior to the pandemic i was going to go to nashville to record with samuel lee so that oh, was that was going to be my project but um hmm. once this is all over i will do that with him but yes i know you know sam how do you know sam again well From he used nashville? to be colorado that's right he did and we i wrote a song with him that he put on one of his records Oh. one or two songs maybe mm -hmm. um just you know we all we all know each other somehow. yeah of course i know um <laughs> you two would sound really good together actually if you haven't thought of that huh. just putting that out there i don't think there. we've ever recorded together but we've obviously written mm. together so right 
Well, Megan, it was such a pleasure to chat to you, as I've said before. You too. And thank you for having me. Thank you. I will be tuning into your live streams. So they are on your Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Megan Burt Music um, for the foreseeable future in uh, in August. And yeah, when 3 is 3 p.m. Mountain Time. Thank you. That's what MTN stood for. And yes, when sorry. is your birthday? <laughs> August 25th. August 25th. So it's towards the end. Okay. And yeah. please look into the astrology thing. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> Don't think I won't. I, I will expect an email very shortly. <laughs> Megan Burt, thank you so much. Thank you. The New York Artist Collective Podcast. This next one's about...